I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did you hear what Dumois said? Who is it? Can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about on Dumois. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're talking about cults, the history of cults, celebrity involvement in cults, charismatic leaders, and so much more. We're discussing all of this with cult survivors Lola Blanc and Megan Elizabeth. On their podcast, Trust Me, they talk to fellow survivors, former and current believers, experts, and everyone in between to try to get to the bottom of how extreme belief happens, who's susceptible, and what being in a cult is really like. Let's get started. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. When you look at bags of dog food, you see pictures of bright carrots and juicy steaks. But when you open the bag, all you get are burnt, smelly pellets. Dog food needs some fresh thinking. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy. Dogs will eat anything. Just because they'll eat it, does it mean it's healthy food? This is why I love Farmer's Dog. It's real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. Just tell them about your dog and they'll deliver personalized, vet-developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. Meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs, conveniently delivered on your schedule. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog. It's never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. We have partnered with Farmer's Dog for a while and have stayed loyal because of the farmer's dog commitment to quality always. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash D-E-U-X-U. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash do you. Hey. 
Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm so excited to have today's guests on. We're doing things a little differently. We're not talking about the hot topics of the week. We're talking about one hot topic that you guys have been DMing me about since last week. And I'll get into the history of that a little bit in case anyone missed anything that was posted or if you had not listened to the podcast last week. Um, Let me introduce our guests. We have cult survivors Lola Blanc, who's a filmmaker, actress, and musician, and Megan Elizabeth, a comedian and former psychologist. You guys have a podcast, the Trust Me Podcast. We do. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Um, Yeah, so I gave a little teaser to the audience yesterday in the Q&A. I said I was having the cult girls on and somebody <laughs> said, somebody actually messaged me and was like, oh my God, is it the Trust Me podcast girls? And I was <laughs> yeah. like, yes. Um, so thank you so much for being here. Your timing is impeccable because everyone who follows um, the Instagram account has been talking about cults for the past week. And I just want to get into the history of why that is. So you guys are up to speed on what all my listeners and an um, Instagram audience has been discussing. And I also just, just in case people don't know what a cult is, um, I just want to go over that a little bit. Yeah. Um, so just by merely Googling what a cult is. It says online (laughs) that a cult is a group or movement held together by a shared commitment to a charismatic leader or ideology. And the checklist of characteristics for what constitutes a cult is the group is focused on a living leader to whom members seem to display excessively zealous and unquestioning commitment. The group is preoccupied with bringing in new members. The group is preoccupied with making money. Um, Questioning doubt and dissent are discouraged in the group or even punished. And as former cult members, I want to get your opinion on how accurate that description of a cult is. I would say it's reasonably accurate, except that we've actually encountered a number of cults in which the leader is no longer living, but the belief is still so fervent and they adhere so firmly to that ideology that the cult remains. It's really, really interesting, actually. If if there's a lot of control over every aspect of your life, that's typically uh, one of the main signs that we see in a cult. Do you guys ever get scared of talking about this topic. I know you have a whole podcast on it. You guys were in cults yourself, but I'm like a little bit nervous going into this. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Really? Whenever I say anything about Scientology for the next seven days, I'm like, oh my God, you know, like sometimes (laughs) sometimes there's certain cults that I consider cults that I'm like, are they going to get mad at me? But so far, you know, I don't know. Nothing too crazy has happened. We've talked about a lot of cults and we've talked shit on a lot of cult leaders. And so far it's been fine, but no, not yeah. Yeah. So far no. so good. I just okay. like, yeah, I refuse to let them to let like fear of, of like consequences from a crazy narcissist person be the thing that stops us from speaking out about groups that are harmful. Yeah. Okay, I love that. But I just would also like to preface, we come in peace. This is just a discussion. It's an education. It's a topic that people are really, really interested in. And you add in the celebrity aspect and forget it. Like people Mm -hmm. could talk about this for hours. Um, So 
no hate, no shade. I'm we are going to I'm going to ask you about Scientology. Mm. Um, I get nervous about talking about Scientology as well. Um, but again, like I'm not trying to expose anything about Scientology that I feel like isn't already out there. There's so much about Scientology that right. I feel like yeah, is out there. So yeah, totally. I just want to give you guys a little background of why this past week cults have been so widely discussed on my Instagram account. And I had a blind item that I very quickly revealed because I wanted to talk about it. And I'll read you guys the blind item. I read it in last week's episode, but just in case you missed it, I'll just give you guys um, a little update. So I'll read it unblinded. This is not what it said online. Um, It said, I heard through a mutual friend that Emma Watson has joined some sort of cult in L.A., It sounds weird, but all my friend said was that she was invited onto a Zoom meeting for the cults and the participants were chanting Emma's name as a welcoming. Sounds bizarre, but I believe the source. So I just posted that as a blind item and somebody guessed it was Emma Watson and they guessed that the cult was Ramtha. Whoa. And they <laughs> they guessed that the cult was Ramtha because they had figured out through someone that they knew who was in the cult oh. that mm. they had recently been connected to Emma somehow. So that's how this person figured out that what the cult was. We didn't know what the cult was. And the person who sent me this message didn't know they were just kind of they they even said I forgot the name of the cult but remember looking it up at the time and it had a wiki page um so that was posted people were interested in that and then I got a very very kind of innocent message I don't think this person meant anything bad about this but I'll read it because it caused a lot of uproar in my dms and I apologize to anyone who it offended I don't think that was the submitter's intention um but somebody sent in a a mess an email and said do you know who else is in a cult actor michael shannon very sweet in person by the way he's into baha'i i think i'm pronouncing that correctly um it's a relatively new religion and they have a place in chicago called the baha'i temple now people were very offended that this person called baha'i a cult right what do you guys have to say about it being a cult versus just a religion I mean, I I have always heard of it as a religion. I haven't looked into it enough to know what the culty practices are, but I would say that's not typical. It doesn't typically come up in like the list of um, cultic religions. But another thing, and Megan, you can speak to this too, is that like every religion can have like subsections that are culty and other parts of the religion that are not. And it's really, really experience dependent. Right. So nuanced of how you're being treated and yeah there's so many different um factors like anything anything can be a cult depending on like what your particular experience is including a relationship Mm -hmm. Mm, that's a good point and actually one of the emails i received in response to the email that people got offended about i just like to read because it kind of echoes what you're saying um this person says i was raised baha'i and i can definitely say it's not a cult i'm not a practicing baha'i anymore but i wouldn't even call it a cult it's just as culty as any other religion so if you're willing to call christianity islam 
Judaism cults, then it's fair. But if mm-hmm. not, you're just being ignorant. Rain mm-hmm. Wilson, Penn Badgley, and Justin Baldoni are all Baha'is. It's that hashtag free Iran. Um, that was the person's email. And I just want to say that I also got a message that I'm not going to say who, but one of those celebrities I just named approached someone, one of my followers in a restaurant to try to educate them on Baha'i, which I thought was kind of recruity. That's so strange. I mean, but the thing is, the thing is, (laughs) the thing is, is, uh, as a former Mormon, which was so my the the self-proclaimed prophet that I believed in growing up was a Mormon offshoot prophet. And um, for general Mormonism, mainstream Mormonism, a lot of people consider their upbringing a cult. Most people, I would say, do not. Um, it's very, very typical and common for many like large religions like that to recruit members. I, I if if recruitment was a required well, like w- was a defining characteristic for cults on its own, then every religion would be a cult. But I, I, I personally don't think that's like a primary characteristic. It needs all the other stuff too. You're just saying like it, you're you're super excited about something, so of course you want to share it with people. I mean, most religions are looking to expand. So, like, it, it, you're, you'd be hard-pressed to find a religion that isn't trying to recruit new members. I would say Judaism sometimes is the exception to that. But um, that's that's a whole nother ballgame. I mean, you know, we get listeners who, who are like, I grew up Catholic. I consider Catholicism a cult. A lot of people consider their Mormon upbringing a cult. A lot of people consider their Orthodox Judaism upbringing a cult. But, it, again, it's like, if we are broadening the definition that much, then I think it sort of starts to lose meaning. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let me read the exact message because I found it. Um, I'm not going to name which actor, but one of those three actors um, tried to convert me to this faith at 3 a.m. at a Mexican restaurant in Hollywood. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That sounds like that actor just has no sense of what's appropriate. I mean, I'm not trying to convince, you know, the listeners (laughs) that it's a cult. I'm just saying, like you said, there are nuances and I don't think it's so black and white. Yeah, totally. Totally. So do you guys deal with a lot of backlash over what you're saying? When I posted that message, I was about Baha'i. I was like, okay, this is innocent, you know, but people got so offended. And I guess my question to you is like, is there a way to make the word cult not so polarizing for people to say? Hmm. I mean, I think we would need a new word, right? Because the word cult is so charged. We think of the Manson girls. We think of Heaven's Gate. We think of like these really extreme groups where people died. Jonestown and type of. Yeah. Mass. Yeah. Exactly. So like that word, I feel like ha- just has so many associations that it's not it's I, I think it would be hard to kind of remove it from that. But if we want to say like high control group, do you they- know, do they think they're the only people going to heaven, that religion? I don't know. I don't. Oh, and also something that offended people was in the message, the person said it's a new religion and oh. it's been around forever. Right. I, I didn't know this. I didn't know anything about it. I'm I'm guilty of being ignorant about this. So, you know, anything that people were messaging me in response to the original email I was grateful for because I I had never really heard of it. I mean, I know there's a temple in Chicago. Yeah. I grew up on the East Coast. I don't want to say where, but we didn't have any temples or that religion around where I grew up. So maybe 
it was it's a new religion to some people because they had never heard of it right, right. Mm-hmm. i don't i don't want to i don't know about exactly what they practice or believe in because yeah. i don't why not misspeak do you know Lola? i mean um no but i'm looking at the wikipedia right now <laughs> <laughs> i thought you might be <laughs> i mean it says it was established in the 19th century which is the same as mormonism both uh, mormonism was established in the 1800s um and it says it initially developed in iran and parts of the middle east where it has faced ongoing persecution since its inception. And I guess, like, I understand why if we are critiquing Baha'i as a religion and and calling that a cult, then we should definitely be critiquing Mormonism and Jehovah's Witnesses. Which I am all for. I think they're all pretty cult. Yeah. So, I I mean, yeah, I think it's I think it's scary. Any religion can also be fine. Like people exactly. can have experiences and cults and be totally fine, exactly. and it works for them. And it only really is a problem when people are experiencing like some kind of harm. That's that's when it becomes a problem. I would like to also clarify that that is what I mean as well. Like there's so many people in these religions who are having great, authentic, wonderful experiences that are not culty at all. Um, yeah, it's like a personal thing, just <laughs> yeah, so exactly. weird. Yeah. Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges? Oh, for sure, weight management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on. Trying the latest fad, it not working. Exactly. Feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss. The slow burn. (laughs) Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Roe Body Program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting room. That sounds amazing, especially for parents not having to... Yeah. Leave home. Or people that work. Yeah. Having to get that appointment. How convenient. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year, like I said, with healthy lifestyle changes. It's important to note that you do have to pair both. Um, BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash do. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash D-E-U-X. Here on Do You, we do not like misleading info. That's why I do my best to be transparent with the most up-to-date intel on all of your favorite celebs. You can trust that I will never intentionally dupe you. Sadly, in life, we do have to deal with a lot of sneaky terms, annoying bill hikes, and exorbitant fees that we did not anticipate. We call that yada yada. Here on Do You, we do not like yada yada. 
Now, you could spend all of your time combing through contracts, or you could just skip the hassle and go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile, helping you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Never settle for less. I know I never do. And now that I don't have to worry about sneaky yada yada, I have time to dedicate my time to making the best content for you guys. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. What do you guys know about Ramtha? Well, I mean, I just opened a thing because I wanted to look a little bit more into it. But I do you guys know who Abraham Hicks is? It's kind of similar. I love Abraham yeah. Hicks. And this looks Ugh. like and she hates it. But this kind of looks like an <laughs> Abraham Hicks kind of a thing. That's what um, I was going to say, too. Yeah, but I just don't I don't quite I'm not quite understanding it fully. I we haven't heard a lot about this yet, have we, Lila? We haven't done an episode on Ramtha. Ramtha, no. Ramtha. Um, but to, in general, I say when uh, uh, when someone is claiming that they're channeling a being who is not alive, I would say that that's typically a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right, right. Um, because at, at what point then you, then you just have to listen to anything they say because they're the only one with this secret knowledge. Like that is always, that's like, no, 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 no. Danger. <laughs> Morning sign. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, um, Selma Hayek is reportedly involved with this spiritual organization. Let's call it that, just in mm-hmm. case anyone is offended by the word cult. Right. Um, she's involved and she has property. The hub, I guess I would call, is in Yelm, Washington. And she has property in the town. And people from the area were messaging me like you have to see this town somebody was like it's straight out of a horror movie Mm. um so I'm super super interested like do I go to Yelm and check it out like I don't I don't know like it's Um, just so yes take us along let's do an (laughs) undercover investigation let's get in there but although if I met Salma Hayek I would end up joining the cult for sure so 100% (laughs) um I should also note that the leader of the spiritual organization has been known to say some very controversial things. I, I don't, don't quote me, but um, I think I read some anti-Semitic things. So we don't, we don't like that. We don't want to be associated with that. I just, I just want to put that out there. Um, Apparently there's a lizard people element to their belief systems. Okay. That's like, yeah, not great. (laughs) (laughs) Red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Um, and Jay-Z Knight, I think, is the name of the leader of this organization. Jay-Z when- Knight? Yeah. 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 When she channels um, Ramtha, she changes her voice and, like, her whole persona. I posted a video. Um, if you guys are interested, it's in highlights. I posted a little snippet of a video of her mm-hmm. channeling Ramtha. Wow. Um, it's in my highlights. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, you know. Yeah. It looks... Like Shirley MacLaine. Yeah, Shirley MacLaine, Linda Evans. Wow. From Dynasty. She's another one who was um, allegedly involved. Uh, You don't hear a lot about it. I think that's why people, when it it comes up, people are so interested in it. Or me, anyway, I guess. You know, we hear so much about Scientology. We've heard a lot about Nexum. Like, Ramtha's, like, kind of on the DL. Mm, It really is. 
and now if Emma Watson is like potentially interested in it, it I think it makes it more mainstream. So maybe we'll, we'll be hearing more about it. Sounds like we will be. Yeah. I'm seeing on the Wikipedia that it says three members of this group produced a controversial film called What the Bleep Do We Know? Which <gasps> isn't that interesting? Yes, because it's the Nexium dude. Yeah. The guy who was in the Nexium docs who was who, you know, joined and then eventually left. But he made that film. Weird. Um, so lots of connections, cult connections. Interesting. Do do cults like confer with other cults? I mean, they <sighs> definitely take page books out of each other's hands. Really? Yeah, I would say like everyone wants to be the only one that is that people you know follow. So I wouldn't say they do that exactly. But they're like like my old prophet. Like I know for a fact, <laughs> profit in quotes, um, <laughs> studied uh, like cult leaders and like studied how they would kind of get their followers and stuff. And then also there are people it's like a, there's a little bit of a cult hopping thing that happens where when someone leaves a group, they're like there's such a vacuum in their life and they need to like figure out they're trying to figure out their life again and they end up in another cult. That's actually really common. Mm. You saw that with Teal Swan, right, Lola? Like you were at a Teal mm -hmm. Swan show and it was kind of like this person went up and was like, I just got out of a cult. And she was like, okay, I'm going to help you. You're going to be part yep. of my thing now. And you just watched in real time somebody like recommit themselves to a different thing. It was and so sad. Whether yeah. Teal Swan is good or bad really depends on how you're using the information that she's giving you. But this person seemed like they were probably in deep with her immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've heard of her. Oh gosh! Oh my you god! Gotta, you gotta find her. She's she's a character. She's like an, an internet guru TikTok, who very yeah. yeah. Well, now on TikTok, she started on YouTube, but she's very controversial because one of her followers committed suicide, and there's there are some recordings of her sort of talking about things that could have maybe encouraged that. Um, and she claims to have psychic power. She claims that she was raised in a, a satanic cult with satanic ritual abuse which is like just obviously not true she says she was <sighs> sewn up into a dead body yeah oh. yeah okay as you you know as you as do. you are because <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. that's something that can happen uh yeah so she's she's just a lot essentially yeah and and like she has these seminars and i attended one for the show which i lost the audio of that episode but uh in which she like she'll get on stage and she'll just like tell people what to do with their lives in a way that's like extremely uh, irresponsible can you repeat her name again teal swan t-e-a-l yeah like teal Oh, okay. Got it. Um, okay. Well, let's get into some of the questions from Instagram, which are obviously very celebrity focused. The first one I just want to quickly ask you about because it always comes up and this celebrity isn't even part of this group. It's his mother-in-law and his wife, but it gets brought up all the time. Mm. Um, Adam Driver, oh, his, his wife, Joanne Tucker is associated with the Odyssey study group cult. Do you know anything about that? No. How are we? How? These are all these new names. Oh, no. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Sharon Gans. It's Sharon oh, Gans. Oh, great. Wonderful. Yes. Wow. Really? <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. So people love to just like rope him into it. I don't know if he's associated or anything. I, I just want to go on record saying that. But they love to bring up his name because his mother-in-law is part of it. Do, mm. What is that? Is it really a cult? Like, 
Yes, so we had on a former a former member named Spencer Schneider. I forgot that that was what it was called for some reason because I just Sharon Gans was the name that I knew. It was this like secret society that started meeting in New York in the eighties, I want to say, and it had all these like high powered players. Um, Lots they of were it was Ivy all League. About- People. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. It was all about discovering like esoteric knowledge, but then Sharon over time just like started completely controlling people's lives. It wasn't based in any actual like science or anything. It was kind of just another one of these like new agey. But Lola, remember she's laundered like millions of dollars. This is oh, one God. of yeah. Oh yeah, and yeah. And she would like make people build her houses. She had like multiple yeah. mansions that she would make the followers build for her and like she would have people leave their they always cult leaders love to make people like leave their partners and like redirect them to new people or have sex with them themselves they always do this shit yeah Um, but yeah so that that is like not I would say that that cult is like unquestionably that group is unquestionably a cult in my opinion absolutely agree and a very dangerous one do you think that I mean he's a pretty high profile actor do you think that he could potentially be secretly involved. Spencer definitely said that the group is still going strong, but he also said that um, the like the biggest part of this group is secrecy. So I don't. I'm shocked that we know his wife is even connected to it. And if he were involved, we would. I don't think ever know unless somebody infiltrates it and takes a picture because they're so secretive. He said that they they would like meet on street corners in New York and like. I don't know, exchange stuff without looking at each other. They're just very living in a psychological thriller. Okay, so that's a great piece of information for people who are wondering if Adam is involved. We'll never know <laughs> yeah, because it's super secret. We will absolutely yeah. never, ever know, but uh, I hope not. Yeah, and I just want to like mention that it can be really fun and juicy to like get sucked into like wondering about who's in a mm-hmm. cult and who isn't. And like I would just put it out there that sometimes the like desire to know who is and isn't can itself get culty oh yes <laughs> you're right um because it it can start to border on conspiracy theory and it can start to you know become like once it, be, it becomes an obsession for you it's probably not healthy the same way yeah. being a member of a cult is not healthy I love that you said that because one of my questions to you was going to be, do you think fandoms yes. are cults? And yes. to answer your question, how <laughs> how people found out about this is the fans found out. They, mm-hmm. however, whatever trickery or magic they use to find out things, and believe me, they find out everything about these mm-hmm. celebrities. That's wow. how that's how they found out about this Adam Driver um, connection. Yeah, we... So we've only had on one stand, but we did have on one former <laughs> One Direction stand and learned a lot about fandom and that. And I've seen it even in my friends' lives. Um, I have a friend whose who's current boyfriend is the ex-boyfriend of a very, very famous person. And the level of harassment and the level of just like t- targeting that she receives because this, these fans are like so gung-ho and like so obsessed is honestly a little bit scary. I think like obviously it, you can be a fan and not be at that level, but when you're like that deep into s- fandom or standom or whatever and to the point where your like life is revolving around it, yes, that is in my opinion that is a cult. 
Yeah, and it gets so conspiracy theoried Mm -hmm. out, like, immediately, it seems like, because, you know, yeah, it just goes so quickly from zero to 60. Totally. Oh, believe me. I know. It's a story. (laughs) I have to deal with these people on a daily basis. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I like to give them the benefit of the doubt and in my mind, imagine them to be teenagers. Right. Because, you know, the fact, the way that they act and the things that they say, I just, they're teenagers, their minds aren't fully developed, but they are not teenagers though. (laughs) Well, exactly. Part of me scared because I know some of them are adults. Right. And the way that they act and the things that they say and the things that they do and the harassment, I've touched on this a little bit because I think it's terrible. The harassment, like you just mentioned, on girlfriends or ex-girlfriends online Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. off the charts. Not okay. Um, Okay. Well, back to the questions. Um, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but somebody wants to know, was Lana Del Rey in a cult? Mm. I haven't heard about this. Let's see. (laughs) <laughs> let's Google Lana Del Rey cult. Yeah, let's see. We're going to look into our deep sources. Hold on a second. <laughs> um, um, I don't, not that I'm aware of. Okay. Yeah. Has anyone said specifically what they think she's associated with? They didn't. They just asked, was Lana Del Rey in a cult? So if anyone's listening, um, let me know which cult she was accused of being part of. I have no other information. Okay. Um, we can move on. I just was curious. Okay. Uh, there's a couple questions about Jared Leto's cult. Oh, man. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> this man. What in the hell? I mean, what was that one guy's name? Andrew Keegan. Do you remember Andrew Keegan's cult? Yes. I yes. feel like I feel like Jared Leto and Andrew Keegan are like, you could just swap one out for the other in my mind. I mean, it seems to me like Andrew Keegan is just trying to be a preach. I don't know what's up with his religion. It could be totally harmless. Jared Leto, to me, reads like an actual narcissist who is being like, ha ha, we're starting a cult. Ha ha ha. Not, but like it actually is one, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Where like branding well, and stuff could happen for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But but I also like you know I live I'm a woman in L. A. I've heard a number of rumors about Jared Leto's behavior, and I don't know any details or specifics about them to to speak to them. But you know I'm not. I don't know. I don't know what kind of guy he is. <laughs> Andrew Keegan founded Full Circle. Yes, that's the name of the church or community or yeah cult yeah. um that he founded. Um, I tend to think that Jared Leto's cult, quote unquote cult, is a way for him to misbehave. Mm. Let's put it that way. Just mm. have sex with a ton of people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A ton sure. of people. Yeah. Ton of ton of young women. Yes. I mean, yeah. although he I, he could do that anyway and was. So I don't know what what the extra layer of power that he needs is beyond sexual I think it's just you know I've never met Jared Leto but like Lola I've heard some questionable things so narcissist probably right oh 100 percent and money was he charging people I'm sh- I think he was charging people to attend yeah yeah, yeah. so I'm mean, not that he needs the money but I mean everything's a business at the end of the day right. mm-hmm. I mean like I think <sighs> Like, is it possible that people can be just like cheeky? Like, I have friends who've been like, haha, we're going to do a cult weekend, you know, and it's and it and it is genuinely like tongue in cheek. We're just being funny or whatever. 
Uh, but it is really interesting because when you look at a lot of cult leaders throughout history, it's almost like they know there's a costume and they wear it intentionally, even though it's such an obvious reference to cult leaders, if that makes sense. Like the white robes, like all of these dudes will start their group and immediately put on the white robes. And it's like, you know, you look like a cult leader and they they clearly do and are still trying to evoke this like Jesus like, you know, quality. And it works. Yeah. Okay, so let me just correct myself. It is a festival. It's called the Mars Island Festival. Wow. And uh, one reporter says it's a stunt from Jared Leto and his band to drum up publicity, cement their fan base, and earn some extra cash, which they likely don't need. And I would like to add, have sex with a lot of women. Of course. <laughs> That's what I think his his cult is about. Um yeah, I mean, it could totally be a joke, but I, I, I can't speak for sure either way. To me, I don't know. I'm surprised we don't know somebody in it, Lola. I feel like we do, probably. I mean, I definitely know people in his inner circle, for sure. But Same. I feel so, like but, I like, can't. Who's in, the, I, who's in the cult, though? I feel, I don't know. But I feel like that person, I can't ask about it because he's like, they're tight, you know? Right, exactly. <laughs> it's it's yeah. kind of, yeah, you don't want to give yourself away for wanting info. <laughs> I don't know. I, I it, listen. As long as no one is getting hurt in the process of that cult, it's totally fine. And for sure. you know, that's all I care about. You can go have your little weekends. You can go do your stupid retreats. Whatever. Yeah, if you want to get money to Jared Leto and have sex with him, then that sounds like a great weekend. <laughs> right. Yeah. As long as, as, long as, as consensual. Yeah. Yeah. And as long as no one is abusing their power, and you know, that's a that's always a. That's always hard with celebrities to know where that line is. Here's another celebrity that people want to know if they're in a cult. I don't know if you've heard. Is Daniel Kaluuya involved in a cult situation? I don't know why they asked that as well. It might be a rumor that's going around the internet. Um, But have you heard anything about him being involved in any cultish activities? I haven't. We need need somebody to give us a tip if that's true. Uh, So... Apparently, so he, there are rumors about his life strategist called Air Holiness, who is a new age culty force of personality, according to this random website. Um, interesting. Ooh. I don't know. It's hard to say. Again, it's like, it's, we, I don't want to speak on anyone else's experience. I per, like personally, life coaches weird me out. They weird me out. I think like they can't, but of course they can be great. But if someone is like going to, I would say Daniel Kaluuya could or could not. If he is going to this person for all of the answers to his life, maybe that's sort of what it depends on. Yeah. That is an interesting point, Lola. I think that's what I've learned the most from hosting this podcast is just, don't get all of your shit from one person or one place. Have a few different people that you trust and that have equal influence on your life. Because if it's just one thing or person, you don't, you've lost the like pulse of reality. Yeah. And I also want to mention that like, I think it's really, really important to be empathetic to people who are in um, an unhealthy power dynamic and sure. a high control group, an abusive relationship, a cult. Because the reason that people join these groups or start following these leaders is because there is, you know, how do I phrase this correctly? Typically, we join these groups like 
after a major life event has happened, when we're looking for answers, if there's been a trauma, when we are in need of community, like the reasons that people join are the same things that we all experience all the time. And we just got lucky because we didn't meet the wrong person at that particular time in our lives. Mm -hmm. Like it's not, it's not actually this like, thing where we should be afraid of people or like weirded out if that happens it's like oh they like must have been going through something or they must have been preyed upon by someone who's like a really skilled narcissist who does this like all the time to people you know what I mean yeah I mean in this case people probably want to help get them out of it I'm assuming right or I don't know sometimes but I feel like on TikTok for example like the again it's like almost this like feverish desire to like know and like say how weird it is and whatever and like the whole thing that we talk about on our show is that like the most the smartest people you can possibly think of are are the people who join these groups it's like incredibly educated incredibly empathetic incredibly intelligent like just anyone anyone is is susceptible to that yeah for sure I agree although I think about it all the time like and I've said this before, I don't like organized activities. Mm-mm. So mm. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't be good in a cult. No, you'd be you have to do things. Yeah, you would have to <laughs> you would have to do things organized all the time. It'd be awful. You'd hate it. Yeah. yeah. I would hate Just it. No, uh, if you had <laughs> you, you don't like any obligations. That's a good you're a good candidate then. <laughs> <laughs> but what if you found I'm a good. group that was like, we all ask nothing of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I don't mind being part of a group. I just don't want to like the commitment of like, I don't know. What oh. what's like a day in a life? Give us a day in a life in a cult. Well, Ooh. like starting from when you wake up. I mean, I'll, I'll go first on how I was raised. I didn't live, you know, like a lot of these people, I think, live in like communities. So that's a different beast. But in my house, you woke up, you read your Bible, you prayed. And then Sunday, we went to church like twice. And then Wednesday night, we went to church. And then Friday night, we went to church. So lots of church and lots of and then at night we would also read and pray so that was my (laughs) my week in a cult (laughs) I mean it depends on the type of group like a lot of sort of more new age like commune style groups um the days will revolve around like doing some kind of labor for the group Mm -hmm. there'll be often like group sessions to kind of like it's a really really common practice in a lot of groups um particularly like self-help groups or new age groups to like sit and Scientology does this as well um to like sit in a group and basically tell people all of your thoughts and all the things you Mm -hmm. did wrong and um anything that you have in your past and like have people kind of also, they comment on it and they try yeah. to exhaust you. They try to get you up at like 5 a.m. and have you working all day so that you don't have a minute to think like, wait, totally. what am I doing? And that's why a lot of people ended up getting out of cults during COVID because the normal routine was um, like stopped. Disrupted. Yeah. yeah. So interesting. It's very, very interesting. Yeah, anything to turn off your critical thinking at all times and like kind of dangling this carrot forever of like an unattainable level of perfection that you'll never get to and that can look 
like so many different things. But also in the very beginning, mostly it's just like, come to a weekend, Mm -hmm. Mm. come to a session. It doesn't start out like that or you wouldn't join. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like, just hang out with these fun people. Yes. Somebody wants to know if the cults that you guys were part of, Lola was Mormon, Megan, you were part of the two by twos. Yeah. That's what it's called. Um, If they had a sexual component and why do most cults have a sexual component? Well, I want to clarify, I, Mormonism was not my cult. It was an offshoot of Mormonism. It was a self-proclaimed prophet who did um, sexually exploit my mother and, and a number of other women before and after her as well. It's like, it seems like the main motivators for a lot of these men, and it's not always men, but when it is men, sexual motivation seems to be one of the main things. It's sex, money, or power. Those are the three things. Yeah, mm, that yeah. makes sense. Mine did not, um, but it is it is really common. Because your your religion was more about deprivation, right? Exa- so yes, that was exactly yeah. like it would be no sex, not lots of sex. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like deprivation, like you weren't allowed to do. Yeah, purity culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you know, n- super Christian. Uh, had to wear long skirts. Couldn't wear like pants or short skirts or anything like that like kind of looking like an Amish person wow before we dive into the latest celebrity intel let's talk about a different kind of drama the kind that involves our furry co-stars our pets I wanted to share a message from our partner spot pet insurance who is here to help with unexpected veterinary bills what's that well with spot pet insurance you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. You you would need that. Yeah. Saving up to 90% on vet bills sounds fantastic. <laughs> it sure is. And get this. Spot pet insurance plans cover not only unexpected accidents and illnesses, but also offers an optional preventative care benefit. It can help with the cost of routine wellness, vaccines, and more. Is it pricey? Probably less expensive than a surprise $1,800 vet bill. And you know what that's like. It's not pretty. Just head over to SpotPet.com for a free quote. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductibles, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit SpotPetins.com forward slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence, American Insurance Company, or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, Two Doors Cinema Club, Whitney Cummings, and many more for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. (laughs) 
did you realize that other people around you or outside of your group weren't living this way or to you was that just normal they made it very clear to me (laughs) that I was different (laughs) um yeah I, (laughs) I realized that I was definitely not the same as everybody else because I looked like an American girl doll. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but no, it's very funny. Visual. It's funny. Like I had the, no, I just, we didn't have a television. I didn't know what anything is. Like I, I saw somebody was like, have you seen Home Alone yet? And I, I was telling this to Lola the other day. I was like, no, it's too scary because I just thought Home Alone sounded really scary. And they were like, are you afraid of people slipping on marbles and like getting hit with pillow feathers? What are you so scared of? So, oh, yeah, just completely off the pulse of like the normal uh, culture. Wait, that's so wild. Yeah, just no clue what was happening at all. Wow. I don't know if it's better to grow up that way or <sighs> it's worse. hard to it's I, I yeah, I feel like existing is just pretty complicated no matter what happens. <laughs> Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And how long were each of you in your respective organizations for? Go ahead, Lola. Um, So mainstream Mormonism I was in until I was a teenager and I kind of slowly fell out of it. But in terms of believing in this one guy, um, that was less than a year. um, And he managed to like, you know, separate me from my mom and kind of turn our lives upside down completely within that span of time. My parents were both raised in it. Their parents were both in it, uh, the the religion I grew up in, and they're still in it. But when I was 18 and went to college, I was like, and I'm done. So I was And they were fine with that? Um, I wouldn't say fine, you know. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The the thing about it is, is like, they truly, from the bottom of their hearts, think that I'm going to hell. So it's a really complicated relationship, and a lot of people who are – raised with religion under understand that pain because the people that you love really really hold this awful belief in it and you feel so bad like I wish I could just pretend for them that I believed and then they wouldn't feel that way but like my grandpa had a heart attack and he was having some hallucination where he thought he was dying or something and he's like no don't take Megan take me like take me to hell instead of her and it's like so real to them and it's heartbreaking do you think you're going to hell? Um, like there's definitely some inner child weird part of me that if you're raised like that, it's just like you have a whole Game of Thrones part of your psyche. That's <laughs> just like very, very dark. You know, the worst fairy tale you could ever hear, except your parents are saying that's true. So, yeah, there is a part of me that I think will always be scared. Um, but that's just not the part I'm going to listen to or live my life by good that's good are you I hope this isn't too personal but are you guys both in therapy oh yeah yeah I've been in a lot of therapy yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) that's good I was just curious yeah yeah everyone should go to therapy absolutely (laughs) the reason I asked about how your parents how they received you leaving the religion is because Scientology which is everyone's fascination um you know you're excommunicated yep and you can't see the rest of your family I think that's like a pretty well-known part of Scientology Mm -hmm. is that once you leave I forget what they call it disconnecting or suppressive person once you're a suppressive yeah yes yes that's what it is suppressive people yeah yeah yes um and you know Tom Cruise who is a very famous Scientologist you know people ask me all the time like does he see Surrey 
And I don't know for sure, but I want to say no. Right. He doesn't. Mm. I wouldn't I really be don't think he does. Yeah. I mean, it's very common at to punish people who leave with that, with refusing to let them have access to you or your family or their loved ones in some way. I mean, you see that in a lot of like polygamist groups. You see that in new age, all of the groups. Like it's very, very common. Why do you think that Scientology has such a grip on Hollywood? Because it got a couple powerful people um, and that's tantalizing to people who live in this town and then also the way that they get you they know your secrets they've taken your money and once you start down the rabbit hole you're like well I there's no way to get out of this I might as well keep going that's what I think what about you Lola I think that's a great answer I think like recruiting uh wealthy people and recruiting powerful and high status people is an excellent way to like lure people into your group because everyone wants to be close to that and everyone wants to feel like it's going to work for them. And they also, I, I would say L. Ron Hubbard also like took a lot of ideas from other places, from uh, from old religions, from psychology. He like took a lot of ideas that like are good and kind of melded them together. Yeah, some of them work, some of them not so much, but like there's always going to be some value that feels really important and like useful to you in a group. And I think Scientology did a really good job of that. I actually went to a, you know, like a, an orientation and like took their tests and stuff to see what they would do. And did they try to get you? Yeah, they did. They did try to get me. So what they did was, um, and I've told the story on our podcast, but I'll tell it here. I was, it was a Valentine's day date. The, my, the guy I was seeing at the time and I thought it would be really funny to just like go see how the Scientologists would try to recruit us for Valentine's Hi. Day. And um, <laughs> <laughs> they gave us quizzes. They gave us two quizzes. One was assessing our um, IQ and the other was assessing, ass- assessing, <laughs> assessing. And the other one was assessing our like emotional state. And so it was really interesting because the IQ one is like, it was not asking questions that have objective answers. It wasn't like, there would be some of those in there, but it wasn't like math questions. It was like these very esoteric questions that like don't actually have a real answer. So they're going to be the arbiter of like what right is and isn't. Uh, it's not mm. like an objectively true thing. And then for the emotional quizzes, basically both of us, they separated us after we took them and we each had a different person like telling us our results. And what they did was they'd show us this graph of like our results and they'd be like, this is showing that you're in a, a, a dangerous, you're having dangerous levels of anxiety. Or you're, for me, they said anxiety. For him, they were like, you are in the, in the like 90th percentile of like the most extreme um, depression. And he is someone who has a history of depression. So he, it like almost worked. So if you're, if you go in there and you're like, I have this problem, this pain that I'm in, which who fucking doesn't. Right. Um, that They're like, look at all of this pain you're in. We can see it here and we ha- we know how to fix it. We have the answer. Mm. Um, unfortunately, neither of us, you know, we kind of knew what we were getting into, so it didn't work. But then they're like, give us your email, give us your phone number, like buy this book, like let's come in for a thing. And I can see how it would be very, um, you know, alluring. Did they contact you a lot after you left to try to get you to join? 
Oh, we gave fake names. <laughs> fake oh, names, fake oh numbers, my God, fake emails. God. Oh, my God. Thank God. That's so smart. I was thinking that the whole time. I was like, in my head, I was like, I'd probably give fake info, but I didn't I didn't want to assume that that's what you did. Oh, thank God. That's <laughs> yeah, so yeah, smart. Yeah. Um, wow. How did that date end? Did you leave feeling like total? Like, if yeah. somebody was like, you're depressed, you have anxiety, <laughs> I feel like a loser. Then, like, how did that date end? Did you just I mean, it took... Like, well, we, we went to Olive Garden also as a joke, but wow, <laughs> I love this date. Yeah, this date is so good. You guys, I liked him so much, but it didn't work out between us. Aww. It's fine. Um, no, but it was honestly really heavy because they also kept us in there for so long. And it's kind of that same thing we were talking about of how like just tiring you out yeah. emotionally and like turning off yeah. your critical thinking. It, yep. it was like hours. So yeah. uh, again, we were like, oh my God, we got to get out of here. <laughs> like, but let's go eat some fucking pasta Lola just to pause on that like that's what narcissists just do in your personal relationships right which mm, is like probably the cult yeah. most of us are in you know if there's a person that just fucking exhausts you you yes. should ask yourself if maybe they're trying to control you. yeah if they consume all of your time mm-hmm. like right from jump like that is definitely not a healthy dynamic right <laughs> do you guys ever think where Shelly Miss Cabbages. All the time. Where is she? Is she dead? Nobody knows. Mm. We don't, I have no idea. I mean, I, Scientologists, if you're listening, I'm, you know, I don't want to speculate, but people do want to know. They, I mean, listen, it's, it's, it's been widely speculated about where she is or what potentially could uh, have happened to her. I do think it is really weird that she has not been seen in years. It's so heartbreaking. It's very weird. Yes. Uh. Very, very weird. I want what rumors have you guys heard about her whereabouts I mean mean, or do you not want to say no I've just heard that she's probably no longer with us um because otherwise I mean she's been missing for like what 12 years why wouldn't they just say that though why wouldn't they just say she died even if there was foul play which right. I'm not saying there was. I'm just saying even if there was in any situation, I feel like an organization as big and powerful as Scientology would be able to make it go away if she was make it go away. right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean the only yeah. the only rumors I've really heard is that she's under the blue building, um, the blue Scientology building in Los Feliz. Do you know what I'm talking about, Loa? Mm-hmm. The really yeah. So I can't remember who told us that, but somebody said she's kept down there but well we don't know no we we don't know know. i've often wondered if i could put like a little camera on a cat and send it into (laughs) a scientology (laughs) building (laughs) listen there has to be people that are part of scientology or ex-scientologists who have tried to help her or get this word out there has to be like yeah. why hasn't Leah Remini talked about this? Like I feel like, or has she? She has. has. She? she has. Yeah. She. She, has. she. Where does she think Shelly is? I mean, I think that that's where I heard that she doesn't. She think filed that, a missing person yeah, report. Yeah. I think that she thinks that she's dead. Okay. Why do you think some celebrities don't advertise the fact that they're Scientologists? Like I've heard Kristen Stewart is a Scientologist. Ooh, Have you guys heard that? I haven't. I don't think she is. Yeah, I don't think she. Is. Okay, that could have just been a rumor. Um, I'm pretty sure she's not. <laughs> Just, you know, knowing people. Yeah. Um, uh, but 
because there's a, such a stigma around being a Scientologist. And I, and I want to be empathetic to that, too, because, like, if this is the religion that you love, that you've been in for a long time, like, it probably freaking sucks to have everyone constantly trashing the thing Do you that you th- believe in. That you can be a healthy Scientologist? Yeah. I, 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 I was just thinking that. Like, I feel like you can be. Like, let me just read this list of celebrity Scientologists just in case people aren't familiar. Um, Kirstie Alley, Ann Archer, Catherine Bell... Erica Christensen, Tom Cruise, John Travolta. Mm. Um, the other one who got in trouble, who was on um, that 70s show, Masterson. Uh, Danny Masterson. Ugh, yeah. Hate. Yeah. Um, Giovanni Ribisi. Right, right, right. Elizabeth Moss. She's one that people um, bring up all the time. But I she know. does She's not so- talk about it. She, she does not talk about it publicly. Yeah. I mean, and I get it. Yeah. If I was a member of that religion and I heard how people talked about Scientology all the time, I'd be like, I don't want this affecting my career. Like, right. I this is my personal belief system and y- the public can stay out of it. Like, I would probably do the same thing, honestly. Yeah. But aren't they part of Scientology to help their career? Like, I've heard rumors about how being a Scientologist has literally, like, catapulted Tom Cruise into the mega star that he is today same with John Travolta like I feel like they have connections to Hollywood for which sure. would be an incentive I feel like it's not like a factory a celebrity factory though you know like that was a list of like seven people who are relevant right now yeah <laughs> right. true yeah. you know like connections are are helpful always but they can also only go so far I, I mean it know. is how they advertise though it's you know, free acting class, how to be mm, famous in true, 20 days. Right. Like, and you're like, oh, what's this? And then it's like held at the Scientology Center. And you're like, oh, my God. And and they're advertising me amazing contacts. Megan, we should go. We should do one. Absolutely. The show. That would be really fun. Um, yeah. I want to go with you guys. Yeah. yeah. Come with us. Are you in Los Angeles? <laughs> I'm not. I'm in New York. Ah. Mm. I'll be in Los Angeles in, in in a few weeks. We'll go undercover. Well, let's plan something. Yeah. 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 I'd be so scared, though, you guys. I'm such a scaredy cat. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I would be really nervous. I don't know why. I'm so interested, but I'm also, like, terrified. It's Not it's, just Scientology, just any, any kind I of I know. Cult it is scary. Type. Yeah. I, I get it, but I also think that for the most part, you, you're like it's fine you know what I mean like if it were an a, like a, a cult in the middle of nowhere and you knew mm, they had yes. a history of violence like sure Stay but away. like generally speaking it's like it, you're in the middle of LA it's daytime they're just trying to get people to join their group like it's it's probably pretty safe yeah except for emotionally if they get you right. then it's not safe emotionally yeah, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. I, I've, <laughs> We're I dead inside. We're fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm not worried about them getting me. They'll probably kick me out. They'll probably be like, you get the fuck out of here. You burn um, the animator, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, we don't want you. Um, somebody wants to know, who is the most surprising culty, I don't even know if that's a word, um, that you've learned of? Any public figures or celebrities that are part of cults that yes. we don't know about? Yes. Um, Well, uh, let me just make sure I'm getting the information right. One second. Um, Yeah. So Michelle Pfeiffer used to be a breatharian. Do you know what that is? I don't, but it actually sounds lovely. Yeah. It's It's a lovely name. Uh, However, they believed in living that you could subsist on just air instead of food or water. Oh, okay. 
Um, she she calls it a cult. She is not a member. This was many years ago, but um, I just couldn't. I had always heard of breatharianism as like a joke. I didn't know it was an actual group, um, but it was. And Michelle Pfeiffer was targeted by them. And um, it says, uh, here's a quote from her. She says, they were very controlling. I wasn't living with them, but I was there a lot. And they were always telling me I needed to come more. I had to pay for all the time I was there. So it was financially draining. Um, and, you know, uh, just realistically speaking, it is not a sustainable lifestyle. And she, I think she realized that. No, because you can't eat. It sounds like you don't eat. Yeah, but they believe that the leadership genuinely, they genuinely believe the leadership doesn't eat, which. And oh, no water, too, I think, right? What? Yeah. Like it's, I was watching some Vice documentary on it that was very interesting where these people were like, yeah, we haven't eaten or drink water. And maybe it wasn't on Vice, I don't remember, but uh, yeah, very strange. Oh, I guess she got caught up with a couple and that's how she joined. Um, wow, I didn't know that. So yeah, that's surprising to me, too. Somebody also in the QA said Shailene Woodley was in a cult around 2015. I don't think she still is, they said, but they're not completely certain. Um, wait, what is this? I feel like I know what this is. Um, was it like Nexium or something? I don't, I don't know. She was involved in that. Yeah, I feel like we would have heard if it was that. I don't know. I actually don't know. But she's like a very... Um, Passionate... She's like an activist. Mm-hmm. She's very into the environment. She's like, you know, kind of a hippie. Like I could see something like that, but I don't think it would be anything like too crazy, I would imagine. Um, also, re- just fun, f- not not so fun fact, um, at least four people have died attempting to live on the light. Oh, my God. Is that the one you were saying Michelle Pfeiffer's part of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, That's wow. Terrible. I know. That is That's so sad. Terrible. Wow. Okay. We have to do a breatharian episode. I know. I know. Wow. I've never heard of that one. Um, somebody actually, we're out of time, but I just want to end with this. Somebody was asking about what does it mean if someone has escaped a cult? How do they escape? And I want you guys to answer, but I also want to read this DM that I received. Um, it's about Scientology. They said they grew up in Hemet, California, where Gold Base is located. And I could see it from my house for 20 years. I'm assuming Gold Base is a hub of Scientology. I had never heard of it. Um, it was pretty common to see Kiersey Alley and Tom Cruise around town as Gold Base is where David Miscavige lives. This is regarding today's blind item having to do with the cult. And the blind item was the Emma Watson blind item, which I have since revealed. Um, there are tons of stories of cult escapees flagging down townies for rides as far away as possible. Many of them running through the brush at night, running for their lives. So this is literally escaping. How mm. did you guys get out? You know, I I actually, <laughs> how do I say this? Um, the way that I got out was that my mom was actually being sex trafficked and um one, there was a man who was directed to go to her and he saw that the conditions she was living in, she was in this horrible, just like unlivable place. Um, and he actually broke down crying because he knew that she was being um, scammed, essentially. And he got us out of there. That is a very unique situation. My mom was already like emotionally on the, like, 
at her wit's end and ready to get the fuck out. Am I allowed to swear? I've been swearing a lot. Sorry. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> ready to get the fuck out of there. Um, it's not because typically if you were to just go into a group and be like, all right, you're coming with me. They're going to be like, no, right. Def- like I'm not coming with you. Right. Um, but, you know, you it, it has to start with the person like having doubts and, and then it depends on if they're physically isolated or not, which in the modern era, not everyone is. Because your mom was being sex trafficked by her cult leader. Yeah. So one of the people that the cult leader was sending to your mom broke down and was like, this is not real, essentially. Yeah. yeah. But again, like she if he had done that when she was like still at the height of her belief, it, it probably like it probably would. I, I don't know if she would have yeah. listened. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. That. Wow. That's crazy. I hope your mom is doing okay now that's oh my god my mom is amazing she does so much intervention work with other groups now and like helps people and and just like all this harm reduction work my mom is like has turned her experience into gold the most amazing life yes yeah Yeah. i love that okay what about you megan you you told us a little bit about leaving i think earlier mine was pretty simple i just said i'm not coming back and didn't (laughs) so no escape necessary you're allowed to leave and Nobody has shunned me. Sometimes that happens in, in the group I was raised in, but my family hasn't. Um, so it's it's hard, but it's okay. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for being here. I mean, maybe we could do like a part two because um, there were so many questions submitted on Instagram. People fun. are so interested in this topic. But in the meantime, tell everyone where they could find your amazing podcast, which talks all about cults and um, different things. And I'll, and I'll tag your podcast Instagram because I was looking Perfect. at it earlier and it kind of like you you go through like a a broad range of topics not just cults yeah yeah we talk about extreme belief we talk about manipulation yeah. we talk about all kinds of extremism yeah so tell everyone let's just repeat the name of that yeah. and all the places they can find you <laughs> yeah so we are trust me on you can find our podcast anywhere you get podcasts and on Twitter we are trust let me just make sure i'm getting the right one (laughs) (laughs) on twitter we are no it is not not that one twitter we are trust me cult pod and on instagram we are trust me podcast awesome and thank you so much it was so great meeting you guys so wonderful thanks for having us yeah that's it for today thanks so much for listening to do you new episodes will air every thursday This has been a presentation of Cadence 13 Studios. Please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, you can also follow me on Instagram at DeMois.